Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast slash Tarot with myself, Ashley. For those of you who are new here, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my channel. Welcome to your spiritual safe space where we discuss all things spiritual. Here, there are no bounds, okay? The main content of this channel is lunations, general astrology, and tarot. So today I am back. You guys are lucky you're getting two episodes out of me in one day. I am back to record the new moon in Taurus, partial solar eclipse, and how this is going to have an impact on you and the people around you. Now, if you are new here, please do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching via YouTube. If you're listening via podcast, then please do not forget to leave a review. You can find me on Google Podcasts, you can find me on Anchor, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Apple Podcasts. So there's lots of platforms for you to check out my content and leave any comments if you feel guided to. All right, so that's all the housekeeping done. Let's get into this new moon in Taurus. Now, the title for this new moon in Taurus I was given by Spirit is being prepared to work for your happiness and your dreams. And we're going to go through six reasons in particular why this kind of energy and that title came to me. Because when I was preparing and reading through the chart, there was a lot of information coming Um extremely strongly to me about how the collective is going to experience this new moon and the best way for us to navigate it so let's get into the particulars for those of you who don't know this new moon in taurus is accompanied by a partial solar eclipse involving the the moon and the sun and the north node and in this lunation we have a lot going on we have so much going on so even if there aren't any major um transits taking place in your own chart there's going to be a lot of energy taking place for you to even experience what is happening around us and what is happening with this new moon in taurus and this partial solar eclipse so it's happening on the 30th of april and it would be at 8 27 gmt time 11:02 local side rule time and here are some of my noticeables and auspicious indicators for this new moon in taurus so first of all it is starting with uh the fourth house stelium in pisces so we have mars at 11 degrees neptune at 24 degrees venus at 27 and jupiter at 27 degrees that is a very strong stelium taking place there we also have the moon joining this stelium on 25th of april so a lot of pisces energy which is extremely rare because we are going to enter taurus season so pisces season was in march so it's really not usual that you would see this much piscean influence um in a chart in the middle of april going into may because the only reason why this is happening is because we had that venus retrograde in capricorn which lasted for i think about a period of four months which would have put venus a bit behind and now she is trying to catch up to whatever the sun is doing but i think this has been divinely orchestrated because if we didn't have um that venus retrograde in capricorn then we wouldn't have this pisces celium we wouldn't have this intense energy again it's just another example of how magnificent and how magical this period of time is for us as individuals and as a collective but here we have venus and jupiter in an exact conjunction and also parallel so there's an increased sense of generosity you may be feeling an increased sense of charm as well like charming energy you might be more charming people might appear more charming to you you may also feel extremely happy as well like there's just this um, there's just this energy of happiness around like i've been seeing it a lot with other people like at work people seem to be a lot more happier a lot more accommodating a lot more supportive of their team members bearing in mind that 
the 12th house does represent those people who are in need and I work in a charity setting. So people who are in need are going to benefit from this um, increase in energy of us being able to really support them. There could also be this feeling of expanding. I definitely feel like the best way to describe this is feeling like a starburst. That is like the highest expression of a really good mood for me. If I say to you, I feel like a starburst today, I feel extremely good to the point where I can't describe it in words. I definitely feel like that today. Um, there's also a stronger desire to connect and acknowledge something bigger than the self and connect with others as well. So because we have Venus in Pisces, the romance element, the fantasy, the theatre, the dramatics, the drama, the merging with someone else, the, you know, wanting to have an ideal partner, ideal relationship, ideal romance, those intense feelings are definitely heightened when we're having Venus and Jupiter conjunct as well, because we're in this frame of mind that anything we want we can have and anything that we desire we may be extremely focused on pursuing venus also rules sweets so you can feel like you have an increased desire for sweet stuff i definitely have been feeling this weird energy of having um out of nowhere a sweet tooth now it's weird for me because i don't have a sweet tooth usually like i'm not someone that will go to the shop and buy sweets or buy chocolate but lately i want to eat cakes i want to have biscuits i want to have all the things that taste really good all the things that bring me pleasure which is venus the things that ignite my senses venus i'm really like oh i need that like so much so like i baked a cake the other day and i'm gonna bake another one this weekend so there could be this vibe as well of wanting to really satisfy your senses or to really indulge in things that you find pleasurable there's also this um, element of connecting with groups or with people who are spiritual or pursuing a religion that you feel like you're in alignment with because Jupiter does rule Sagittarius and Pisces so there's that uh, larger element of self the philosophy of life higher education um, connecting with um, other people other like-minded people um, religion is a big one that is ruled by Jupiter and I would say um, on the other side be mindful of cults and imposters because there could be a lot of scammers out there <laughs> every time I think of scammers I always think of Joanne the scammer <laughs> there's a lot of scammers out there who can be imposters like imposing that people follow a certain way of life when they're not even following that way of life or asking you to do things that are basically ripping you off like the 12th house is where we can have like hidden enemies or we can also be taken advantage of so people may be taking advantage of your resources um religiously so let's say like you're involved in a, a spiritual group or you're following a certain religion and they're asking you to contribute a certain amount of money to fund their um religion or to fund whatever setup it is that they have going there could be some sort of scam behind that so be careful of that secondly we have neptune and jupiter conjunct which i'm not going to go into massive detail about because i feel like i have not stopped talking about this aspect for the last year but i would say um because we have the new moon in taurus and, and the eclipse which is involving the sun which involves our identity and our ego and our personality and our characteristics and um how we see ourselves we will possibly see some confusion with either yourself or people around you regarding their sense of purpose or their life path this is crucial at this period of time for people to take stock to sit back and really evaluate and analyze where they see themselves going and whether where they are going at the present moment is reflective of who they actually feel that they want to be because if you don't feel satisfied doing whatever it is that you're doing you are in this eclipse season over the next 18 months and every six months you are going to be feeling like i have to change i have to change this has to change 
I need to make a change. Something has to give, okay? Whatever it is that you're doing that doesn't bring you a sense of pleasure, which is Taurus, a sense of satisfaction, which is Taurus, and doesn't give you a sense of independence as well, which is Taurus, is gonna make you feel one, very frustrated, and two, like you need to get away from it, all right? There also is an increased desire to search for your purpose, to find a bigger meaning in life. And if there's feelings of hopelessness, depression, or suicide, then you'll definitely be looking at ways in which you can escape those feelings because of how intense they may feel. So loads of people will be turning to drugs, prescribed drugs, overdosing on prescribed drugs or alcohol to try and numb or block out or escape from those feelings that they may feel around not having a sense of purpose. Or we can even see this manifest as someone being hospitalized or institutionalized because of the decline in their mental health. I wanna take a moment to say that I'm not a mental health professional. However, I do recommend that anyone who's having these feelings of hopelessness or having suicidal thoughts, that you seek out support from people in your community. You seek out support from your family members because actually being able to verbalize or express or explore these feelings is gonna help you understand where they're actually coming from actually help you understand the root cause of why you may be feeling this way and most importantly not to say that what you're feeling isn't valid but it's also being expanded it's being blown up blown out of proportion so you can take notice of certain things in your psyche that need attention all right so there's also a knowing that for other people that they are extremely powerful, that they have strong healing abilities and they're able to manifest their dreams. It feels like now more than ever, you can see, like actually visibly see in your mind's eye what your goal looks like and what you're gonna do to achieve that goal, all right? There also can be uh, wanting to experience every moment and paying more attention to the little things in life. I've definitely been feeling this as a Pisces sun and moon. Um, I've been going shopping and every time I go shopping, I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, um, when I'm at the till, I'm like, thank you so much. I'm so grateful I have this money. Sometimes I'm laying in bed, I'm like, oh, so grateful to have this bed. I'll eat something really delicious. I'm like, oh, so great to have this food. There's this really increased sense of gratitude about this energy because it's like realizing how much the little things that we may take to take for granted on a day-to-day -day basis actually bring us a lot of satisfaction and emotional and physical fulfillment. There also may be feelings of being divinely guided and protected by something bigger than yourself. So for example, there could be, um, unfortunately with Pisces energy, especially when it's highly highlighted like it is now, there can be um, like, unfortunate circumstances where certain things happen like people have near misses um or you know like for example actually the other day i was crossing the road and i almost literally i like i don't know what happened it's like i glitched for a moment i almost walked further out enough for a bus to hit me but it's like in that moment i didn't realize that i was doing that it was so strange but it's like like I said, a near miss, especially as Mars is going to enter Pisces on the 15th of April, which is literally tomorrow whilst I'm recording this. And as a result of Mars adding to the, the mix in the sign of Pisces, we can see Mars having an impact where certain things are accidentally happening as a result of being in that sign. So for example, when I spoke about almost being um, hit by a bus or being put in a position where I was almost hit by a bus by myself or my own um, negligence, I would have been hospitalized if I got hit by that bus, which is a top house. So I'm thank the Lord that I missed that. Um, but that's an example. Um, when it comes to like water, we can see like unexpected drownings or unexpected floods in certain areas of the world as a result of Mars being in Pisces as well. So sometimes Mars definitely does bring about some unfortunate events and accidents. And with Neptune and Jupiter in the mix alongside Venus, there's an expansion of 
this energy so please do be careful no matter what you're doing guys thirdly we have neptune conjunct venus so neptune and venus conjunct is like venus conjuncting jupiter <laughs> so it's like a double dose of this energy only um neptune creates this kind of illusion or lack of barrier or um understanding or clarity around venus type themes and because venus is also in pisces where she's very happy there a lot of people can be feeling this increased sense of empathy towards other people sympathy as well you can also feel like your empathic abilities or your spiritual abilities are increasing because Venus rules our senses and Neptune rules the spiritual realm. But also because it's conjunct, a lot of people may be starting a new cycle in their spiritual growth or development. You may be looking more into your spirituality, looking into the likes of astrology or tarot or um, certain practices, alternative healing methods. A lot of people may start actually going towards the alternative healing side of life instead of going to like the doctors or going to the hospital or the GPs because they may be finding that actually they're not trying to really help them with whatever issues they have. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we speak about the new moon in more depth. But a lot of people can literally be feeling like the spiritual part of them is trying to emerge and they may be clearing space for that as well. So spiritual pursuits, like I said, will be of significant focus and a return of the value or purpose of spirituality in all forms will definitely be your focus as well so you might see a lot of people actively searching for religious groups or searching for communities that um, explore spirituality or going on um, retreats that help you connect more with the spiritual realm during this period of time there could also be a feeling of being pulled towards something otherworldly something more mystical or magical something that doesn't seem ordinary because neptune has an orbit that pulls things into it a lot of people can feel like they're being pulled into these experiences or pulled into wanting to experience these kind of things in their life there also may be idealism in love romance and partnerships and even business partnerships so i want to say be careful if you meet someone new if you decide to go into business with someone or sign a contract with someone, you may not get the full scope of what you're entering into during this period of time. Just because Neptune conjuncting Venus gives us this lack of clarity, Jupiter and Neptune conjunct also gives us this lack of clarity, and then Nep and Jupiter conjuncting Venus also doesn't help us with trying to really see clearly what's going on around us so we have to make sure we're listening to our intuition because your intuition is going to be your best source of guidance at the moment because your higher self is going to connect communicate with you through that source okay there also may be a feeling of surrendering to conflict like what i saw was the five of swords i think it's the five of swords where there's like people fighting but the person is holding all the swords three swords and the other people that they were fighting with have dropped those swords because they're no longer fighting so there could be an element of surrendering to things that you may have been trying to fight for before or things that you may have thought you wanted before but then you realize oh it's not worth the hassle and therefore you just surrender and like i said like the ability to see something clearly is very difficult funny enough i broke my glasses um a few uh, maybe last week and i haven't been able to see and it's been really frustrating me <laughs> so if you're feeling like you can't get a sense of clarity in your environment or you can't even see yourself or others clearly you may find that it makes you really frustrated so it's important that you just take the time like i'm trying to be patient and just wait for my new pair of glasses to be to be made um 
but it's very important that you just remind yourself that this feeling is not final and it's not going to last forever and it will eventually subside there also is a feeling of being under a spell or trance and i'm going to talk about this a bit more as i go into um mars in pisces in more detail because what i see going on around the world is definitely a spell or trance like energy that we need to be mindful of so for mars in pisces now in the chart that i looked at which was based in the uk it is close to the ic and the ic represents our roots our culture our home protection emotional security our private life and what i felt coming up as an intuitive message for some people for someone is that there may be secret affairs that have been going on for quite some time coming up that may disrupt family structures or be suddenly revealed there's also just in general might be shocking revelations in regard to family members a mother or an important female figure in your life so I don't know if that resonates with anyone, but when Mars is in Pisces, there can be this energy of being promiscuous or being um, secretive or having an affair or doing something that you're not supposed to be doing that brings you like a guilty pleasure. And because it's close to the IC, what I see here is maybe suddenly um, something happens that exposes this kind of... Um, event going on behind closed doors because it's in the private life as well also wanting to search have or have intense emotional and sexual experiences in your life or with your romantic partners now um those of you who are single you may be just looking for like really intense emotional situations or really intense sexual experiences with other people um something that i saw really representing this mars in pisces is uh a t was it um i think it was a program i can't remember what channel it was on but it was a program about threesomes and like i just found it very strange that like in this day and age there was a program about threesomes and people actively going out in the program and looking for people to have threesomes with them like romantic um couples going out and having um threesomes with other people and i felt like that's very mars in pisces um like going to find something that satisfies an insatiable um feeling or desire for pleasure because pisces is the house where it's it's a void so it can't be fulfilled essentially through the normal way of doing stuff so that's one of the things that may be coming up for you maybe you just want to you know don't even want to have anything serious to someone you just want to have some really intense moments where like something to do with a fantasy is fulfilled there also is a desire to find your ideal spouse with this energy because Pisces likes to dream about, you know, what we desire, what we think will be bring us pleasure. Um, and with Mars here, Mars is about attraction and sexuality and actually taking the action to go and get what one desires. So some of you may be putting yourself in positions where you can find someone who um, suits you like your ideal partner or you may be really in search of someone who's your soulmate or you may think you meet your soulmate during this period of time. So that's something that you could look forward to. Um, wanting to be more artistic and finding a physical creative outlet. So putting more energy towards being creative can definitely be a time um, for that now. I have been feeling like I want to record more content. I want to be more conscious of my environment as well because Venus is in Pisces. So I kind of want to, um, you know, change everything. That's another thing about Pisces. They, one minute they want one thing, the next thing they want another thing. And they can be very um, wishy-washy is the word that some people like to describe us as. So I've been in my home, I want to change lots of things. Like I just recently um, self-renovated my kitchen. I want to do the rest of the house. I want to beautify my space as well as beautify myself, especially with uh, Venus in Pisces. So 
like I said, some of you can be putting your energy towards doing something creative, like renovating your house, um, doing some DIY, or actually, you know, learning how to paint, or learning how to draw, or learning how to write poems. I've been um, out of the game with poems for the last, I don't think I've, maybe I've written a poem or two this year, but I know I have, I, I wanted to do one each month, and I hadn't been doing that one each month. And literally the other day when I was on a train going to work, I was like, oh yeah, let me write a new poem. And I titled it, cosmic love so you can just see how this energy is heavily influencing me on a day-to-day -day basis um there can also be a uh, element of highlighting issues in the home relating to the self your emotions and your subconscious or your ego may prevent you from getting over something or letting go of certain unfavorable events or experiences so if anyone's done like because Pisces represents the hidden enemies, if anyone's done anything to you or put you in a position where you can be harmed, you could you could find it really hard to forgive them or let go of what they made you feel during that process. And I have, because it's close to the IC, actively pursuing emotional fulfillment and security. So that ties in with everything I kind of um, went over there. So in terms of what's going on globally, um, one of the things that is really concerning me with Mars in Pisces and it being close to the IC and one of the most recent developments of that energy, one of the most recent manifestations I would say of that energy is what's going on in China and Shanghai with people being forced, Mars, Aries energy to isolate Pisces, isolation. And with this forcefulness and with this control, I'm concerned that there may be some mass deaths or mass um, suicides or mass psychosis due to what they're being subjected to, like the inability to cope with being isolated or being um, under these imposing restrictions or confining people to small spaces. Because I know in like places like China, they have like these small houses um, and people live in severe poverty like they do across the globe. But like, I know it can be really intense over there. So I wonder if we're gonna hear some news or rather we might not hear anything about it other than what we're kind of seeing on alternative media is that people have like harmed themselves or ended up in hospital or ended up, um, you know, in some sort of psychiatric ward because of what they're being subjected to. All right, so now we're going to move into uh, the moon itself, which <laughs> probably bad of me to place it in the middle of this episode, but I think I needed to give a lot of focus to the stelium in Pisces because although the Taurus new moon and solar partial solar eclipse is very potent itself, we do need to see and understand what this Piscean energy is bringing. So we'll officially move into Taurus season when the sun moves into the sign of Taurus on the 20th of April, I believe. So that's in six days. Um, and for this whole month, your focus will be about your values. So if you haven't already, I'm gonna need you to go back and watch or listen to my episode where I talk about Taurus and Scorpio in the nodes and what this energy is bringing for us collectively and as an individual. It is called Where Do Your Values Lie? And it is season six, episode two, for those of you who are interested and want to get a lot more insight into how the Taurus and Scorpio axis is going to affect you over the next 18 months. Now, you will also want to focus on what brings you pleasure, Venus, and a sense of fulfillment, Venus. There's a focus on what sparks your interest and what ignites your senses, and also what gives you a sense of independence, what allows you to build a solid foundation, and what makes you engaged, what keeps you interested in something. You can also find that during this period of time over this month that you lose interest in certain things, which is absolutely okay. And you'll find other things to replace your interests with. So the moon and the sun eclipsing partially gives you insight into what moves you need to make, what plans 
or what you need to put in place to achieve your dreams because there is a very strong sense of dreaming here and manifesting. Taurus is also the house where you can see or have an insight into your manifesting abilities, all right? Because Venus is what you can attract, what you can pull in. Thanks to all the Piscean energy, however, this influence enables you to envision your life and yourself in ways you may have never done in this lifetime. This is both exciting, but equally frightening. I'll give you an example. I'm in a process of like wanting to find a new job, wanting to go into a career that I feel will be a lot more rewarding for me. And the thought of going into it is so exciting. Like, yes, I would love for opportunity to go into this field of work, but then the thought of actually finding a role and um, being accepted for a role in this particular field absolutely frightens me because it feels like I'm going to have to work a little bit backwards. I'm going to have to secure the role and then learn about it whilst I'm in the role, which is actually something, saying it out loud, that I've done before. <laughs> when I, when I um, spoke about um, my experience with the Aquarius and Leo axis on the North and the South node, um, in my previous episode, had, I had actually applied for a role that I knew nothing about. And I learned all the particulars whilst in the role. And that has opened up a new chapter for me in my life up until this point. So there can definitely be this sense of being scared of going towards something that you are equally excited about. But spirit is here to show you all that you want and desire, but forces you, actually forces you to take a second to question how hard you are willing to work to align with your true sense of self, which is represented by the sun and the moon conjuncting. How much of you can you give to whatever it is that you want to pursue? And how much are you willing to give to achieve the emotional fulfillment you have been working for or the emotional fulfillment you have been searching for? Now, Uranus and the North Node are nine degrees apart at this point with this new moon in Taurus and partial solar eclipse. And this is close enough to bridge the gap between our higher self, Uranus, and our 3D self, Venus we are able to physically see, I think I said it in this episode or, or, or previous episode, but we're able to physically see ourselves in the version that we want to be. It feels real, it feels achievable, it feels tangible, all right? So you will see um, a lot of people like expanding beyond their normal horizons. Something that may have frightened you before may be a little less frightening now and you might be feeling like yeah I'm ready to go ahead and um, pursue this path I'm ready to go ahead and make this change I'm ready to go ahead and you know pursue something that feels like it's going to be really beneficial and good for me you may also see a lot of people using astrology as a guide or a point of reference to recognize the opportunities and the paths that they need to seek out so astrologers, all of you astrologers out there or you um, people in the spiritual community, you may be finding that a lot of people are coming to you for readings or coming to you for guidance or coming to join communities that are centered around astrology or the future of humanity because they want to find a sense of belonging to something that is progressive. Again, going back to the Jupiter and um, Neptune um, conjunction and the Jupiter and Venus conjunction. There's a value being brought back into spirituality. So a lot of people are trying to find the spiritual causes that they identify with. If you're not taking action on following what your soul is begging you to do, literally begging you to do, you could end up with unexpected changes from outside influences. So this will particularly apply to you guys if you have um, the new moon in Taurus and the eclipse, the north node in Taurus, in a house that is um, 
representing outside influence. So like the 11th house or um, the 7th house or the 8th house where the 8th house is focused on other people's resources. The 7th house is focused on your relationships. The 11th house is focused on community and um, friendship. If you have the new moon in Taurus taking place in any of those houses, then you may be forced to face um some sort of change or some sort of shift or some sort of disruption because you haven't taken action on the guidance that your soul may have been giving you previously so even for example those of you who may have taurus on your sixth house which in this actual chart that i was reading is where um the new moon uranus the sun and um the north node are you may experience some sort of acknowledgement of your day-to-day routine and it's more specifically your health how your health is kind of hindering you or something that you need to be mindful about your health so if someone is in a predicament where they have been advised that they need to be more cautious of like let's say you're diabetic so you need to be more cautious of how much sugar you're taking in if you haven't been respecting that or honoring that then you may find that there's some sort of unexpected diagnosis diagnosis as a result of um you not being responsible essentially there may be some sort of complication that arises as a result of you not taking your health seriously and then it pushes you to take your health a lot more seriously or if it's in regards to a job maybe you're doing a job that you don't enjoy and you know for the longest while that you need to leave it and you haven't done you may suddenly hear that you're being made redundant or that you you're you're, you're fired and and this is the worst case scenario guys i want to make sure that i make it clear that these um examples won't apply to everybody there are other parts and other contributing factors in your chart that may create this kind of energy but it's something for you to be mindful of if you if you know you're in a predicament where you need to take more care of yourself you need to um change careers you need to be more conscious of how much money you're spending so let's say eclipse in the eighth house where debt management is coming and saying you know now you need to pay everything that you owe if you know that you need to take responsibility in these houses and around these themes then now is the perfect time to do it because if you don't initiate this action then an external influence comes and pushes you past the point where you don't have room to negotiate or you don't have room to take action yourself or consider an alternative route this is a perfect time to be pushed to restructure re-evaluate reorganize your life and what you do for a living and what you do on a daily basis like i said fortunately um this eclipse season the start of this eclipse season will push you to um take notice or acknowledge the areas of your life where you may have been maybe stagnant or hard-headed or not open to changes and now something happens that forces you to be open to an alternative alternative option especially like i said with health you may have been doing something one way maybe taking one medication for a very long while but you haven't been on game with um like your eating habits now you might have to find an alternative option might maybe you have to take uh, a better um, approach to your eating but also incorporate physical activity as you can no longer rely on the tablets let's say to do the work that it was previously doing in regards to your health fortunately um loads of people will be seeing these events of being like removed forcefully from spaces that they knew they no no longer needed to occupy as a sign or a lesson of tough love from the universe ultimately these changes will push you to pursue your calling which can at least be appreciated because you're being forced to finally do something you know you should have done a long time ago okay so six part of this is the moon and the sun being at 10 degrees now i remember when i first started putting out content i always used to pick up the numerology but it becomes a lot of work when you're just considering so much different um elements of how uh, a chart can um 
bring certain energies into the mix of whatever the planets and the signs are doing but in this particular new moon I was guided to look at the degree that the sun and moon are conjuncting in which is 10 degrees here and i broke this down into the number one which is about the self it's about our identity it's about our characteristics our personality it's our connection to the sun and the moon together so helping us get on the same page emotionally and um egotistically it's also about our self-worth, our self-esteem and how we establish um, our self-worth. So the sun is a lot about where we get our sources from as well as Venus being where we get our resources from. So there can be a theme here of you trying to recognize or understand what worth how much you value yourself in certain circumstances and that can actually be a push towards you moving away from something that you don't feel you value anymore or you don't feel values you so i have here people begin to value themselves um highly um for example you may value yourself more than a job that you're doing um, that you think makes you unhappy and then you start to find something else that you resonate with or you start to realize that actually I need a break from working or you start to think I don't value money enough to put myself through this to this torture and that will help you to now find something else to value in the long run we also see people starting to recognize where they haven't been true to themselves they can partially see the new self so there will be a, a desire to actually go towards the new version of yourself that you see especially as we have um, uranus here which is like the gap bridging the gap to the higher self you want to express yourself as that which you see yourself becoming in the future, in the near future. But also we may um, see a significant change in what is beauty, the typical beauty standards. Um, because Venus is in Pisces, there may be a focus on beauty, preferably more natural looking makeup or a decrease in the use of makeup as people embrace the more subtle, um, innocent look because Pisces carries this innocent, um, wide eye look with them, um, especially as they are heavily influenced by water and water is pure is purifying so there could be a lot of focus on that as well using um skin products that are more water-based or more purifying for the skin um there was a feeling here of going back to basics even i have been feeling this energy um and thinking about it now i've been feeling it since <laughs> um a couple weeks actually now where i don't want to wear a full face of makeup like i literally cannot be bothered i see it as a waste of time and i have been feeling like the natural look is more subtle and more um attractive and more appealing like i just might put on a little bit of a blusher um and put on some eyelashes um just a little bit of eyeshadow and a nice lip gloss i don't want to do foundation and I think that's also being more mindful now that I'm saying it out loud of how much toxins is in our environment and how much toxins we deliberately put on our skin or we put into ourselves through our skin. Um, and like I said in one of my previous videos as well, I have been detoxing a lot and that's um, a lot to do with this mindfulness of health and um, our subconscious, like the more happy your gut is the happier you are mentally the more of the happy hormones you release so this is something that can definitely be a focus for a lot of you then we have zero here which is about completion the beginning of something that starts as a result of an ending and as we have an eclipse it's very powerful not only because the energy the eclipse is bringing but mainly because the power the eclipses help us understand and recognize and even activate 
that we have in our own lives and the power we have over the choices we make and the paths that we ultimately choose to pursue. Now, Taurus on the North Node wants us to be more independent, wants us to establish ourselves, to accumulate and rely on our own resources. Taurus wants you to work hard um, to put in the energy and to put in the efforts and, and to put in the perseverance to build something. It's like I see Taurus energy as the builders of the zodiac. Like the fourth house is the home, but it has to start somewhere. So the second house is the building of the solid foundation before we can move into that house. And what you want to be mindful of at the moment is the way the world is going, they do not want us to be self-reliant. When we stop um, relying on their resources, when we stop playing into um, this consumerism, this mass consumerism, then there isn't much money to make. So they're putting things and they're doing things and there's loads of distractions that are stopping us from actually being able to um, discern what we need to do to follow our own independence. When they create this sense of fear, this sense of panic, this sense of hopelessness, then you do not feel empowered. You do not feel inspired to go after the things that will ultimately bring you pleasure. Now, there's a lot of people who are outside of that bubble. I consider myself as one of those people outside that bubble. And I think if you're listening to this podcast or my YouTube channel, then you're also one of those people trying to um, actively get out of that bubble of being influenced by the fear and the um, anxiety they're trying to create. Because when you have that occupying your mind and your your body, then there ultimately isn't space for the positive vibes and the um, inspiration that comes with these transits to really sink in and for you to take advantage of them. Now, because we have Scorpio on the South Node, our actual karmic collective mission is to move away from using other people's resources, is to um, stop us from putting so much value on the things externally outside of us, and is to stop us from living in a state of fear and suffering all right so a lot of people are going through this process of letting go of that baggage letting go of this connection to um using other people's money for pleasure using other people's money to make them feel established using other people's resources to build them a solid foundation because ultimately that foundation can be taken away at any point should that person change their mind or you know like the governments are doing certain things where it's like We can't rely on you anymore because if anything happens to the foundation that you apparently have set up, then we're fucked. (laughs) So people will want to move away from relying on these institutions because they just feel like it's, you know, corrupted. There's, you know, with the Scorpio um, energy there, there's corruption, there's lies, there's deceit, there's manipulation, there's intensity, the the intensity of control or the desire to control um, here. So a lot of people are just like, no, I'm I'm checking out of this narrative. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And you can see this happening where people build are building their own farms, their own communities where they can grow and produce their own resources, especially due to the inflation and the ridiculousness of being able to live by the um, normal way of living, like to rely on these structures that are apparently supposed to be helping us, but not helping us in any shape or form. So I want to close now with saying that we have a lot of earth here, we have a lot of water here, and this influences growth, nurture, care, protection, groundedness, and practical and logical ways of looking at ourselves and making changes in our lives as well. So we want to be mindful of the fact that we want to create balance between the two because too much water will ultimately drown the seed and not enough water will ultimately make the seed not grow or just you know die um 
so let me see if there's anything else I need for you guys to be mindful of. I, I think most importantly that I don't see any negative um, um, aspects here with this um, new moon in Taurus. We have, like I said, conjunct the sun, also have it sextiling Mars, also have it conjunct Uranus and trining the midheaven. So a lot of positivity, a lot of positive changes happening in people's lives. And so to close this off, just going back to the title of being prepared to work hard for your dreams, being prepared to work towards your happiness, being prepared to work for the things that bring you pleasure all right guys so you will find that you want to purify your environment you'll find that you want to transform yourself you want to have a sense of renewal during this um lunation and it's a really good time for you to put out some intentions um consciously intend to achieve certain things this month because taurus energy will give you um the ability to strategize and to plan and to coordinate and to see things to their final state of completion all right lastly we will see a slowing down of the energy aries has been very hectic april aries energy has been extremely fast um but tauran energy is the complete opposite it's literally like you need to slow down now aries is like here are the ideas and taurus is like what are you going to do with these ideas how do i build something tangible from these ideas so in order for us to build stuff we need to be specific we need to be intentional we need to be conscious about what we're doing and how we're gonna um build a plan to achieve something so that is my take on the new moon in taurus partial solar eclipse i will be back with a tower reading for the collective for this lunation absolutely i will be back um and i will also be back to do a monthly reading for may's energy so if you are interested in knowing a lot more about how these energies are going to influence you please do make sure if you're listening via youtube you subscribe and if you're not already aware i do have a podcast guys i don't just post content on youtube so you can find me on apple podcast you can also find me on spotify you can also find me on google podcast and you can tune in whilst you're doing your daily activities at home whilst you're washing the dishes whilst you're making yourself something delicious to eat whilst you're cleaning the house it really does help time go by and on that note i'm going to end this episode because we're going into 52 minutes and i don't want it to be an hour long i hope you guys have an amazing eclipse season if you have any examples of things that are happening in advance for you like you can feel this energy a week beforehand so if you've seen anything significant changing in your life please feel free to drop me an email if you do feel comfortable leaving a comment on youtube go and visit us there but it'll be great to see some examples of how this eclipse season is kicking off for some of you until next time take care speak soon all the best